Hey everybody, this is Cindy Fish. You are listening to the At His Feet podcast. I want to invite you today to set aside your whirlwind of busyness and mental to-do list to have a seat beside me at the feet of Jesus. Now let's pursue Him together. Thank you for listening. Hello, this is episode 17 of the podcast. I've titled it, uh, God's Faithfulness Through the Years. It is an interview with my friend, Morgan Hill. I've known her for many years, and she has been just consistent and genuine and, and just sincere. She's she's great. Uh, if you listen to the Letters to My Younger Self episode, um, what was that called? Dear Younger Me. <laughs> if you listen to the Dear Younger Me, Morgan was on that episode. And you can hear uh, a letter she wrote to her 23-year-old self. And it was really good. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. She's on that one too. I just think that you'll relate to her. I asked her to do this episode basically as a Facebook post that she had shared. I knew for quite some time in doing this podcast... I have a list full of people that I want to interview, but I always want it to just be right. You know, I don't want to just say, okay, just tell me your life story. I want it to be right, and I want to have the right questions. And I think in today that you'll be able to relate. Her story is so relatable in her perspective of now looking back over the years of journals that she has kept. These journals are, you know, they're part of like her devotion time, but also they're prayers that she's prayed to God and also just like all of her she just pours her heart out in these journals and so now looking back they're such a blessing to her because she can see God's hand in her life and God's faithfulness through the years I hope that as you listen today you'll be encouraged that God sees you in your season but also I hope that you're pushed I hope that you feel just pushed to if you don't already journal to implement it in your devotion time, in your one-on-one time with God, where you can. There is so many benefits of it. And I know that as you listen, as you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard how many times I've said, okay, I wrote this in my journal, or I, you know, I always, I keep those thoughts in, in, in prayers and things that God shows me in scripture, or even just when he speaks, because I want to be able to remember it. You know, a few, maybe a few weeks ago, it might have been a few months ago, I'm in this Facebook group and um, someone was sharing a devotion on there. And in it, they started talking about how they do journal, they keep a journal. And in talking about it, they said that um, Moses had told Aaron, once the Israelites were out of, of Egypt, out of, um, not just Egypt, out of the wilderness. He said, where God had provided, when God provided in the wilderness. So this woman in this Facebook group, Sarah Long is her name. She's incredible. She always has so much to share. Well, she's talking about how she journals. And she shared this little portion of his story where Moses uh, says to Aaron, take a pot and put an omer full of manna therein. That was God's provision. That manna was God's provision. And lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. Another another one says to be preserved for your generations. And she shared about how journaling to her is a way that she can have this testimony, the things that God's 
um, done in her, her world and the way that God has provided, she keeps them all in a journal and, and through the years so that she can give them to her kids one day, that they will have this testimony, you know, years of God's provision for their lineage, you know. And I thought that was so beautiful. So now as I journal, I think of that and I I think of what are the things that I want my kids to, to know and to remember and stories that I want to pass down and what a way to just share God's goodness and, and His faithfulness with the next generation. So I hope that you're pushed to journal and even hearing um, what my friend Sarah shared a few months ago. I hope that even more you think, okay, I need to do this. Uh, Morgan's going to share all kinds of benefits and blessings and ways that journaling has drawn her close. But also, I uh, think you should keep them and pass them down to your children. What better way to share all the stories and all the things that God's done than keeping them in a book and giving them to them. I hope you enjoy today's episode. I don't really need to add anything else. Morgan shares it all so perfectly and um, did such a wonderful job. So thank you, Morgan, for being willing to share your heart and even share some of your prayers in this episode. I'm grateful that you said yes. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started today. I have my friend Morgan Hill with me, and we're actually, we're in the same city right now, but we're doing the call via Zoom, which is really nice. My kids are sleeping and her dog is, is, uh, is your dog sleeping? Yes. Yes. And her dog is sleeping. So we live in the mom life and, uh, we're going to just go ahead and get started. I wanted her to just introduce herself and just share with you a little bit about herself. Um, well, I am 24. Um, I am married. I've been married to my husband, Garrett, for five years in October. Um, we got married young, but it worked for us. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are the youth pastors at our church, and we love it. We actually worked um, with Taylor and Cindy for three years, I think three years, and it was think- wonderful working with them. They taught us so much, and I loved working with them. Um, so we do that. And then I also do our social media for our church. Um, little shameless plug, <laughs> follow Abundant Life Seals <laughs> um, no. um, I do that. I do all of our graphic design and, and things like that. I, I have a team that helps me sometimes, but a majority of what I, what you see from our church, I design. Um, and I'm on the worship team and just help wherever. And then, um, my actual job, job, my real life job, um, is I'm a graphic designer at a local university here in Beaumont, Lamar University, and I uh, work for the marketing communications department. Um, so I get to use my practical everyday skills, um, what I went to college for, for the church, which I think is awesome. Um, and I really love yeah. it. I enjoy both my job and what I do for the church. And how cool is that, that you, what you went to college for, you get to use also in ministry. I think yes. it's great. I, um, it. I wanted you, so you're 20, 24? Yeah, be 25 in a few how well I am listening. Okay, so a uh, side note, I met Morgan when she was like 13 or 14. <laughs> and so I'm not really much older than you, but it just 
like you're so little <laughs> you well, when you met me I was in my awkward years <laughs> and I was so little and just weird and I thought you were so awesome so I think I've just always been kind of like a little sister to you just can't get over that yeah because <laughs> okay so y'all uh, Morgan has an older sister Mallory and uh, Mallory and I are closer in age and Mallory's husband and Taylor so her husband Cody and Taylor um have were like best friends when I met Mallory and when I met Morgan and so she was never awkward it's a total lie but anyways <laughs> so I forget how old she is so she's 24 and I know all of that but um can you share some about so basically you mostly grew up in the church but can you just share how your family got to truth um kind of like your early years in your walk with God I think that'd be really neat to hear Yes. So my immediate family actually started going to church when I was three years old, but I have kind of an apostolic heritage. My great grandmother got into church in the late forties. Um, and she was actually a member of my home church. Um, when she got into the church, I think 1946, 1947. Um, and she raised her kids in church. Um, her husband didn't go at the time, um, but my grandpa had three siblings and they were all raised in church and somewhere along the line, um, they all kind of backslid and walked away from God. And my great grandma kept going to church and she kept praying for them and just investing her prayers into them. And she eventually passed away. Um, and then in the late eighties, my grandma started kind of looking for a church and searching for truth. And she knew, you know, that my, you know, my grandpa, my great grandma was Pentecostal, but, you know, she had come from a completely different background. So she was kind of searching for a truth and um, she stumbled upon kind of a uh, more of a charismatic church. They didn't really believe in like the standards, but they did have um, kind of the doctrine. And uh, so she, she was filled with the Holy Ghost there and she was baptized um, and she started bringing my mom and her siblings and they went there for a long time and they just kind of kept feeling like there must be something more, like we're missing something. And, yeah. um, some of their friends invited them to church. And, um, when I was three and that's how we actually ended up full circle, right back where my great grandma went to church. Um, so God heard her prayers and she was rejoicing. I'm sure in heaven that now how powerful is that? That's awesome. It? It's so amazing. cool. It's so cool. I, I wish I could have met her, but I can't wait to, I can't wait to get to heaven and, and meet her and yes. her excitement. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in um, a great church and center. I had awesome Sunday school teachers. I got the Holy Ghost when I was six years old at a Bible quizzing retreat. Um, I learned one verse <laughs> for that whole retreat. <laughs> six-year-old I was the youngest on the team <laughs> I just wanted to be there with my big sister mostly but I learned one I got to buzz that buzzer one time proudly but <laughs> but I did I got the Holy Ghost of Bible quizzing retreat and got uh, baptized when I got back home um, we had an awesome Sunday school department that really invested us and taught us scripture and so um, I'm really thankful for that growing up I had an awesome youth group um, brother and sister, Tim and Larissa Dunn, they were my youth pastors um, and they were just incredible. So that's kind of where I was until I was about 18. And uh, when I graduated, I moved here. 
Yeah. So uh, here is Sulsby. So uh, yes, y'all <laughs> listening. No, you're fine. Uh, y'all are listening. We live in the same city. Uh, uh, but I think that's so awesome about your, is that your great, your great grandmother? My great grandmother. Yes. So that's so cool. So cool. You know, how many times do we pray prayers and like for our family and stuff? And mm-hmm. we just think like something that happens would be so far off or maybe even like we're praying for these things. I know there's people listening that have family that's a million miles away from God and, but they pray for them anyway, you know, and like yeah. she had no clue that not only would the next now three, three generations of yeah. her family live for God, but now Cody and Mallory are going to have a baby. That'll be a fourth generation of prayers that she's prayed. And how cool is that? It's incredible to think about. We've went through and found, uh, she has a big family Bible like they used to have. And she wrote down all the important dates. And then, um, I never really saw myself as someone with this like huge apostolic heritage, but, um, I really Mm -hmm. do, you know, I, I do have a history in this. So I think that's pretty cool. That's so cool. And you know, another thing is that what I love about your story is that, uh, cause I've seen pictures when you're itty bitty, you know, and, yeah. uh, and you know, and you had your little bangs and <laughs> I made like, that picture of you with the cast, you know, oh, yeah. but, uh, that humongous cast, <laughs> but, um, you know what, when I post this interview, I'm going to have to share that picture <laughs> now that I've mentioned it. Yes. It's, yeah. You're welcome. Real cute. <laughs> But, uh, but so it's so cool to me that you, you know, your parents got in this truth, full truth mm-hmm. when you were three and you don't know anything but that, you know, I mean, obviously when people get in the church, there's this adjustment period too, of yeah. kind of learning, uh, and changing and growing. But I think it's so cool that you don't have, uh, your story could be different, you know, yeah. and, and when people get in, I always tell moms when they get in with young kids. I told someone a couple weeks ago, um, a little girl received the Holy ghost and she was six, I think. And I was praying with her and she starts speaking in tongues. And I told her mama, I said, this is why you've got to stay because she can just live this and know this her whole life. And how cool, you know, that that's your story. It was so awesome. It's awesome. I, I just, I'm really blessed that too. I've grown up in church, you know, I don't come from a preacher's home or anything like that, but I had a family who knew God and, and it's just so incredible. I think every, every day I think about how blessed I am to never have, have been into the world. I think it's just awesome. Right. Right. And man, that's such a cool story. Um, I actually, I wanted to have you on that. We could talk about, uh, journaling. So I love to journal. I'm not as consistent with it right now as I'd like to be most of it's in my phone (laughs) so uh but you you do journal and you journal very mostly pretty consistently and you've done it for years yeah and so I really want to talk about I think it's just a it's something that can help everyone in their walk with God and so I want to talk about that today um can you just share kind of when you started journaling and why, and then maybe what pushed you to make it a priority? Well, I started journaling when I was a senior in high school. I actually have my very first journal. I have all my journals, but my very first journal, the first entry is from January 1st of 2014, which was the second semester of my senior year of high school. Um, 
and I had made it, uh, I guess, I don't want to say New Year's resolution, but I had really tried to make it a goal that year. I remember praying about it and thinking about it and just wanting to really get closer to God and just spend more time with God. And um, I am a very, uh, I think they call it a read and write learner. Um, mm-hmm. I know people learn different ways, but I am a huge note taker in school. Um, that was really the only way I retain information is if I take notes, if I write it down with my own hands. And so I'm not really sure. I can't remember if someone inspired me to do it or if I just thought this is the best way for me to learn. Um, right. But I started out just using it kind of as like a Bible journaling type thing where I would, um, whatever I was reading in the scripture, 2014 was actually the first year I read my Bible all the way through. So if you read through it, I'm, I'm in Genesis and Exodus, you know, it, it goes through chronological, cool. chronologically, cool. but yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it started out as that. I just would read scripture and I would read until something kind of stuck out to me um, mm-hmm. in, in my section. I think it's like, you know, three or four chapters a day you read. And uh, I would read it and, and then just take some notes and kind of pull um, from it and, and kind of write like a mini message to myself, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah like summarize it or whatever. Yeah. And but then, you know, that was such a big year for me because I had grown up in the same town. Um, my whole family lived there. Um, I mean, we're talking like five generations on both sides of my family had been in this one town. So yeah, um, it was small town, small town, small town. town. I grew up with one grandma five minutes down the road and the other one literally living on the same property as me. So like (laughs) I was surrounded, you know, my best friends are my cousins. Like it's just, it's always been that way. And I had felt in prayer a year and a half earlier in my junior year that I needed to go to college here at Lamar University in Beaumont. And at the time I had just barely started dating Garrett, like maybe a month or two. And I thought, that's psycho. Like, that's crazy. You know, I didn't, you know? like I didn't want to be yeah. that crazy girlfriend that like followed this boy, you know, that she barely knew. <laughs> and like, right. you know, it's just crazy. And of course, at that time, I already knew a lot of people from Silsby. I knew you and um, right. Taylor and um, Bethany and you know, but it, it still it just seems so crazy and far-fetched. And there was a perfectly good school, like 30 minutes away, you know, and, right. uh, but I just couldn't get away from it. I just, I couldn't. And so early on, probably a week or two into my journaling journey, I went through and read as much as I could to try to remind myself, but I switch from just doing that Bible journaling to being like, God, I am so anxious about this decision. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I felt, but you know, I'm an 18 year old girl. I'm not confident in this decision. You know, I had never really followed God. I mean, as far as that drastic of a direction, it it was like the biggest step in my life. Doing something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Following God when he says something that is not what everyone would expect or, you know, Yeah. So like blindly following God. And um, so the first probably month, my journal is just back and forth and back and forth. And I'm God, what do (laughs) I do? I know what I felt. What do I do? And then also here's a side note about Genesis. So it's, it's pretty chaotic. And my journals are actually still about that way. But um, I ended up going to a a college fair um, in, in sometime in February, and it just really sealed the deal for me. 
And um, I wrote it in my journal and I said, God, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is where I need to go. And so um, from there, that just kind of, it kind of clicked in me. It was almost like it was a way for me to, to talk to God more than just prayer, you know, um, the way that I can express myself, I guess. And so I just, I just had a lot of things really that I needed to talk to someone about. Um, and God obviously is the best one to talk to you about. And so right. as I begin to write, just, I begin to release a lot of that stress and it really helped me just flow in that way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, looking, I kind of like looking back through the years, you've, I'm sure in going back and reading, I'm sure that was really cool, but I know there's benefits in it. I know the benefits for me. Um, I share on the podcast all the time, like old stories that I've written down or, or little things that God's spoken to me, or even things people have prayed over me that I just felt a connection and knew like, okay, God, this is you. Um, but for you, what are the benefits of journaling? You shared a little bit of benefits, but you know, what are the benefits of writing down those prayers? And did you notice a, a change maybe in your walk with God once you started, started doing that your senior year? Yeah. So, um, Cindy knows this about me, but I don't express my emotions. Well, um, I'm not great at just like talking about my feelings or what's going on with me. And so, um, I tend to carry a lot and, and a lot of people are like this. We just carry a lot of stress and it leads to anxiety and just, um, it just causes a lot more issues than it should. And so right. when I started journaling, um, I noticed that one of the biggest things that it does for me is it releases a lot of that. It's almost like when you see, you know, maybe something that you're stressing about or, or a situation written out one, um, you can reread it and realize, okay, maybe I'm overreacting to this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know one time you talked about, and one of your podcasts, you know, speaking things out loud kind of clarifies mm-hmm. it for you. Um, it's almost right. like that for me, when I write it down, it's like, okay, you know, when I wrote that down, it, it seems like that's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm overthinking this. This is an emotional, this is like a mind over matter thing. Um, right. You know, two, if it's, if it's a legitimate thing, if it's something, you know, that I really, you know, like my college decision, you know, it's something I can really bring to God in prayer and, and kind of make myself aware of what's causing this stress because I'm an, I'm a big avoider. And so a lot of times I'll be stressed and I won't know why. And so I do what I kind of call every once in a while, I call my thought dump and I literally just yeah. write down whatever is in my brain. I, and if anyone was to read them, it would just be pure chaos. They would think I was crazy. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I literally just dump everything that's in my brain and, you know, eventually I'll come to a conclusion of, you know, this is causing me, you know, and it almost always leads back to the same thing, you know, trying to control things I don't need to control or um, being just anxious over things, you know, but just writing it out helps clarify it for me in my mind. Um, And then another thing, you know, whenever I, I did, I ended up going to college and and I'm, I'm good at making friends, but you know, you, you're lonely in that season. And right. I, I said, started- just because you have a friend doesn't mean it's like a close connection, exactly. you know, you talk exactly. about clothes and food and what you did that day, but you're not talking about like, you know, intimate things. Exactly. That's like, that's why there's that loneliness. Yeah. And so I was lonely and, um, I really think God 
drew me close to begin journaling, um, you know, about six, well, about eight months before I moved away because it almost feels, and this might sound crazy, but it almost feels like, you know, I just have this friend that I can talk to. Um, Mm -hmm. It really helps me release a lot of loneliness. You know, I can get out a lot of my deep thoughts, even things that I may not want to share with everyone at that point in my life. You know, I was, I, I was so fearful about being in a new place and being in a dorm room and making friends and new church, you know, it, it, it was a lot going on. And so it, it became something that I turned to, to just like help me, help me process things. And um, another thing, the biggest thing I think is that when I write down my prayers, I can go back later and reread them and see um, you know, God's done this, or I thought that God needed to, you know, a lot of times it's, I thought God needed to do this, but he did this instead. And it was so much right. better. Um, <laughs> hands were so much better than mine. And I just really can see God's hand and his faithfulness in my life. And I love that I have right now about six and a half years of worth of journaling, almost seven years. And I just, I love that I can see the grace of God intertwined in my life that I can go back and read through it and see even in my lowest lows that he was there and just, you know, maybe 10 or 15 pages, or maybe it's a whole year, maybe it's a whole nother journal (laughs) over. I can see that his hand was in my life and it has, it has helped me have a deeper walk with God. You know, I've always loved to read. Um, I've loved to read my Bible, but you know, it's given me more of an understanding when you look at something um, in depth like that, when you go into it, wanting to get something out of it, you know, a lot of times we, we read our Bible out of just like the pressure of, I just need to read my Bible, you know, right. but, or ritual, like I'm yeah. doing this, to check something off the list and exactly if I speak through it, I just want to get it done, you know, <laughs> exactly. like it's homework. Yeah. And we're all guilty of that. But you know, when you're sitting yeah. down, and you have this journal in front of you and you know that I need to get something out of this today. Um, you know, it really makes you intentional about the way that you read um, and intentional about applying it to your own life. You know, a lot of times when we read through, or at least for me, you know, I'll, I'll see things and especially in the position we're in now, I'll see things like, Oh, that applies to this one or that applies to that one. But yeah, you know, I'm guilty. <laughs> our personal devotional time you know, there are days that, you know, I I do go to war and pray for, you know, people I know and things like that, but our personal devotion time is for our personal enrichment. And so we need to go into it and it helps me go into it with the idea that this is about refining me and letting God speak to me. And so whether that's, you know, sometimes I'll write out a full sermon to myself, you know, (laughs) just crazy, but and, you know, in other days, it's, it's something small and, you know, just a, something that God said, I, I'm, I'm not organized about it. Some people are probably way more organized than me, but it does help me that every single day, I know that I'm going to, I'm going to write something down. I'm going to connect with God in that way. Um, so it, it really has enriched my walk with God for sure. I love that answer that, that daily devotion is for our refining and our enrichment and you know, I think this, I think that when you're in ministry and you're so used to helping everyone else, you know, you yeah. forget about the me factor. And so we have to be intentional like that. Like, you know, like, or, you know, when you're listening to a message and you're like, Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you have to like, 
wait a second, I messed up too. I have issues too. I have, you know, yeah. God needs to work things out of me too. So yeah. I like that. Whenever, Good perspective to, to go into it with, you know. For sure. It helps me every day. And I, and I have to, even this long doing it, I have to remind myself almost every day, like Morgan, you're in this for you. You know, you're in this to, to get you. And it's really a mindset change. Um, it, you know, just looking at it from that perspective and not all about everything yeah. else. Yeah. And, and also, um, you know, we probably don't have this problem. Like maybe some people, um, I know for, you know, for Taylor, when he's, he's, you know, he's got six messages to preach that week or whatever, or, or, you know, someone knows they have a lesson coming up, they have to teach. It's like when they get in that devotion time, it's so hard to not be like studying only for the next time that you have to share, you know, instead of this devotion being, it's just me and God and and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely been times that God has spoken to me, you know, in my devotion time and I've turned it around and, you know, taught a lesson in youth about it or, or whatever, but it, for the most part, this is, this is me and God time. This is him really refining me. So I, I think that's very important and very helpful with journaling. And we have to have it. Every one of us as Christians, we have to have that. Just us and God, nobody else. So you talked some about um, getting to see the prayers and things that God's done through the years, his faithfulness. And so I wanted to ask you, uh, I think people like to hear personal stories and it's just encouraging because it's not, you know, we know the Bible is uh, the living word. You know, we know that everything in it's true. But sometimes when we read those stories, they seem so long ago. And mm-hmm. so hearing something current, um, something that happened today or a year ago or four years ago, I think it just encourages us in our walk with God and, and knowing that he sees us. He saw you so he can see me, you know, Um would you be willing to share maybe just some, some things that maybe God's answered through the years as you, just from your perspective of now and looking back, what are some things that you can read now with hindsight saying, okay, God did this or, Hey, I was wrong or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I will. Um, you know, when I was reading through these, I really noticed that every journal just about they're about a year span give or take a little and they all have to have a theme you know <laughs> like what I learned in this season and um yeah. whenever the one from 2014 the one that um it was a big big transition year in my life you know moving away from home and all that and uh, moving to a new church and the one in 2014 I noticed I just really learned to listen to the voice of God and early on in, in my journal, before I moved away, I wrote, God, I, I had, I had had some incidents with some lifelong friends, just some some falling outs. And I, it hurt me badly as an 18 year old girl. And I felt very alone and lonely. And I wrote in my journal, um, I won't read it verbatim, but I wrote in my journal, basically, God, I, I need someone, I need real genuine friends. I need friends that put you first, that build up the kingdom of God that aren't, you know, trying to tear down the things of God. And, um, you know, I wrote, God, I just feel like there's so much more that you want from me. And I just, I feel almost like 
what I'm getting is just not enough. And I just want to go deeper. And as I continue to progress, this was maybe in March or April of that year, as I continue to progress in November of that year, I wrote out, God, I'm just so thankful for you bringing me to Silsby. Um, I'm so grateful that you brought me to a church with real genuine friends, literally word for word. And I know that I did not, I know I didn't go back and read it. No, because I really don't read back over them at all because sometimes it's like overwhelming, but I, I wrote, God, thank you for bringing me to a place with real genuine friends and people that love you and love God. And they build me up and they build up the kingdom of God. And I wrote, you know, thank, thank you so much for, you know, bringing me somewhere. Not that where I was, wasn't, wasn't good, but it was just God drawing me to a new place. And, um, I said, God, thank you for bringing me under, you know, leadership that cares about me and loves me and and wants to see me grow. And I I was just so thankful in that season, in that moment. And God had answered a prayer for me there. And that, that whole year, I feel like was just God, answer me asking and God answering. Um, we had a situation early on that I was, you know, we always try to justify things ourselves. So Lamar is in Lamar university is in Beaumont, Texas. And, you know, it's not like a huge town. It's not like a, um, we call it a commuter school. I work there now. We call it a commuter school because the majority of the people that go there are local. They're from this area. Right. Um, so it's not really, not that it's not a great school. It's just not one that people travel, you know, it's not like it's UT or, you know, Texas tech or something like that. And so when I would tell people after I'd made my decision in February, I would tell people, um, I'm going to Lamar university and they'd be like, what, why, you know, they were so confused. And so in my brain, um, I tried to justify this. And so I was applying for scholarships right and left. And I was like, well, if I can just get a really good scholarship, it'll make sense. You know, we try to make things make sense to ourselves. And so there's this one scholarship that um, I had to have a 27 on my ACT for, and I had taken it my junior year and had gotten a 26. And I was like, oh, I can definitely retake this. I can get get this scholarship. So um, the day comes, I'm supposed to take it and I, it was a very, you know, I'm a procrastinator. It was the very last time that I could take it until I graduated or I was just going to have to deal with the 26. I woke up that day with a stomach virus, literally so sick. I I know I pushed myself to go anyways, because just of who I am as a person, I was that committed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just, I felt terrible the whole time. I couldn't focus. And I ended up making like a 24 or 25. So I made lower on it. And I remember just crying to my mom and being like, mom, like, I cannot believe I did this. I messed it up and blah, blah, blah. I ended up getting a scholarship, a a good one. It didn't cover all of it, but it covered about um, a half of my tuition. And uh, a few years ago, I I was working on something for my job. Like I work there now. And I, I started looking at the scholarship that I was trying so hard to get. And I realized that there were so many rules and stipulations for it. Like I would have to live on campus all four years, which would have been impossible because, because you got married. I got married. Yeah. 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 I got married. And so I ended up, um, I would have ended up having to live on campus all four years. I would have had to work um, in a very specific program. It wouldn't have let me um, get the internship that ended up leading to the job I have now. 
just several stipulations. And I sat back and I thought, God, thank you so much for always knowing that your plans are greater than ours. Like I, I I was so grateful, you know, and you know, this was like two or two years ago, I think that I realized this, that, you know, even to this day, I didn't understand why I didn't get this huge scholarships. And when I did, I thought, wow, I cannot believe what a Morgan thing to do. I don't know if anyone else is like this, but no, we all do that. (laughs) So that was, that was kind of a, a huge thing in my life that year as well. Um, And then uh, another few things, um, let me think, in in 2017, 2017 was kind of a hard year for me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I was still a newlywed, I guess you could say, we were about two, a year and a half, two years married, and we were going through a lot of financial struggles, and um, I had written in there very specific prayers. Um, I'm a specific prayer, and I've just come to the terms with if I'm wrong, then I'm going to be like, God, I'm wrong. <laughs> and if I'm right, then I'll be like, oh, look, he answered my prayers. So I'm a very specific yeah. prayer. Um, I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. And so I, um, I had written in my journal, God, I, very specific things about what kind of job and <laughs> what, what I wanted to do with my life and, and my husband as well, so that we could both work for the church and, you know, pursue careers and right. Um, you know, this was in 2017 and we, we had a a rocky, we had a rocky year or two. And, um, in 2019, I had written in my journal, um, a few years later, God, we are in such a stable place. I'm so thankful you've given me, he gave me exactly everything, the job that I wanted. Um, I'm working at the same place that I interned in, in, in college. And so it's perfect for me. Um, Garrett's job he was blessed with such an awesome job and just God has taken care of everything he's just provided for us perfectly Um, so those are just a few things for sure that God's done and and another a few other things God um, I had written down early early on probably 2014 2015 just the desires of my heart just in ministry and what I had felt like I wanted to do and I remember writing God I, I really have a burden for the promotion of the church. And at the time I, d- I didn't even understand it. Um, actually the yeah. first time that I designed a t-shirt for the church, I didn't even know how to use the programs. I was just, <laughs> that that's me always jump in both feet, figure it out later. We'll do it. And, uh, so I, I figured out how to use, um, my design programs while I was designing this shirt that I had been asked to design, but I had written, you know, God, I really want to use my artistic talents and abilities that you've given me for the church I just really have a burden for it and um and God began to just open doors for me like you know Bishop Bishop White I've designed all of his book covers and I do so much for our church and I begin to do things on for different churches and just doors that begin to open for me and um, in the last few years and and God has just really granted me the desires of my heart when it comes to that because I think it's such a beautiful thing that God allows us to work in his kingdom, not only, not only just to work and serve him, but allowing us to use our God-given abilities and the things that we genuinely enjoy doing. Right. Um, and just opening those doors for us. I think that's such, such an incredible thing um, that he allows for us. And, and I think that's like one, one, of, that's like one of my big things. I'm like, find, 
find what you're good at, find what you enjoy. And I promise you that there is a place in the kingdom for that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, that's, that's a big prayer that God has answered. Definitely. But um, I know in the Bible, I actually, what kind of brought this on was actually a Facebook post that I made, right? About my journals. Yeah. The, that morning when I, when I posted that, I was actually reading and I was thinking, you know, like David, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to read this without sounding reedy because I wrote it out. No, you're fine. In my journal. Um, but David wrote his prayers in Psalms. They're kind of more songs, but he, he basically wrote out his prayers. It's essentially the same thing. Um, you really see David's heartbeat. You see his struggles, his victory, his triumphs. It's just written throughout in Psalms. And right. through it all, though, you see God's sovereignty. And it's really the same way throughout my life. I mean, like if a normal person were to read through my journals, I would be so embarrassed, honestly. <laughs> Because I am just so real and raw and open with yeah. God. And I feel like that's just the best way to be. He already knows. Yeah. Just be real. Yes. You know, I think wow. about some of the Psalms in David that, uh, or some of the David Psalms that he's, he writes. And they're just so open and real and raw. And, and you know, really, that's how God wants you to be. Because he knows already. But um, a few months ago, when I, when I wrote that Facebook post, it all kind of, connected to me in a in a scripture in revelation i was i was reading through revelations and um, i was in chapter 12 and it's really where you know john's getting his vision of the end of times and he's he's talking about our battle with satan and verse 11 says and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives even unto death and you know i've been in church my entire life you know, since I was three years old, like I said, and I've really never thought, wow, I have such an amazing testimony. Yeah. When I read the scripture, I realized that my testimony was woven into these journals. You know, Mm -hmm. a testimony, it can be a one-time event. Um, It can be God delivering you from drugs or alcohol or healing your body. But a lot of times a testimony isn't just an event. It's a journey. It's ever-changing. Yes. You know, in these journals, I see God's hand intertwined into my life with a mercy and grace so evident that I cannot deny his faithfulness. These journals really, they're my testimony. They're real and raw and they're filled with tears and they weave a story of a merciful God whose plan was always greater than mine. He spoke to me in my darkest hours and he gave me my greatest victories. So when I'm anxious or fearful or I know that I'm going through a dark patch, I always know I can look back on this season and realize that my God has not failed me because it's written here with my own hands in these journals. I have evidence. He's proven it to me a thousand times. So if journaling never, ever does another thing for me, the one thing that I know for certain is that it proves that my God is faithful and that I can trust him with every situation in my life. Yes. So good. Um, I actually, I don't have anything to add. I think that you have said it perfectly. And the last question, the way that you've answered it all, there's nothing I could say. Um, But yeah, so that Facebook post is what sparked me to ask you because it moved me. Um, Just the ability to look and see God's faithfulness through your life. And um, that we have that same opportunity if we'll just 
make the time to get along with God and write our prayers and, and converse with him, talk to him like you've done for the last several years. We have the ability to see that that same faithfulness. Right. So um, before I end, do you have anything you want to add? You probably said it all, but do you have anything you want to add? I don't think so. I think that's everything. Okay. Uh, so I'll just say thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time.